Coming up next on this episode of the Unlock You podcast. Now, if you're fasting and you're stressed the whole time, that's not going to have that effect. Because stress (laughs) is another thing that wears and tears on the end of your telomere, which looks like the little plastic at the end of your shoelace. When that gets shorter, you're more likely to express sickness, inflammation, all of these toxic reactions in your body are taking place. And if you're constantly feeding it, then it's always having to work and it's not getting a time to just rest, digest and heal. So we need to make sure that if you are doing fasting, do it emotionally healthy definitely we want to make sure we're doing the internal board meeting that I'm not doing it as a form of self-punishment or self-harm or trying to get love and affection and approval by being skinny or buff or enough so that someone will finally love you. We're doing this because this is healthy, optimal, just enjoy quality of life. And if you have a little bumps or a little like muffin top, like still love yourself through that. We're not going for perfectionism, but we do want to be mindful that there's spirit spiritual as well as just natural benefits of fasting. Welcome to Unlock You with Dr. Shannon Crawford. And I'm super excited to walk with you, especially as we have just come through the holidays, everybody. And here we are with our goals and resolutions for health and nutrition, healthy eating and exercise, supplements, all the things. And so we have our expert to guest, Brad Williams, and he knew he wanted to eventually start and operate his own business that would help others achieve their wellness goals. After exploring many options, Brad decided to get his personal trainer certification from ISSA and open open up his own private training studio in Huntington Beach, California. I lived right there when I went to Azusa. Over the last decade, Brad owned and operated three gym locations in Orange County and oversaw 40 plus independent personal trainers, each with their unique training style. He built a a loyal following and sought after client and trainer community and a culture within each of his gym locations. Post-COVID, Brad has ingeniously focused more on online training and has started his first fitness podcast called Over 40 Fitness Hacks. He wanted the show to revolve around his his passion of helping the over 40 crowd fight the aging process while still having a social life and it being fun. We are so glad you're our guest today. Thank you so much, Dr. Crawford, for that introduction. And thank you for being, let me on the show. Oh, absolutely. My privilege. Okay. So we've gotten through the holidays and now people are trying to do the things that are good for us. What is your story? What's the hack? What do we need to do to get back to what we know is actually good stewardship of our stewardship of our bodies? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I kind of coined myself like a lifestyle trainer more than a personal trainer. You know, you got the personal trainers that are the you know, very militant boot camp type and the uh-huh. bodybuilders who are trying to get ready for a show. And that's not me. I'm more of the realistic. Everyone has stuff they like to do, mm-hmm. uh, splurge on what they like to, you know, eat or drink and all that. And mine is just to kind of work with people on, you know, what they're willing to push and pull and give. Yeah. And uh, I've created all these different hacks for each of these different categories. So mm. I've kind of compartmentalized them into, you know, obviously diet is a huge one. That's probably 80% of the work of someone who's trying to do anything, whether it lose weight, build muscle, um, run faster. 
Um, so diet being number one, strength training, number two, mm -hmm. that's kind of what I've been doing for the most part the last 15 years, running and mm -hmm. operating three different gyms and personal training. Um, three would be cardio. Um, there's to tons of different, uh, you know, uh, machines out there. You can go walk, run yourself, sports, and then supplements. I mm -hmm. try not to use supplements too much, but for some people who are unwilling to do, you know, the, the latter three, you know, okay, we got to pull out some supplements to kind of, to kind of help out. So, yeah. um, one of the, one of the biggest ones for the over 40 crowd is, you know, in my world has, especially for me, has just been fasting, learning uh -huh. how to, you know, it's not starving yourself. It's more of the intermittent fasting style of, uh, mm -hmm. pushing your meals into a six hour window, eight hour window for some people. Yeah. And, you know, just helping yourself out, giving your body time to assimilate the food you put in. It also helps train you. You can't, you just, you can't just eat because you're at home. Right. You know, it's gotta be this time window. Those are your little mini rules. And then, you know, you can have what you want, but if you want to tighten up anymore, you can. I love um, that. So the next category would be more strength training. And that's kind of what I've been doing a lot, you know, being a personal trainer in a gym. And uh, I put that ahead of doing cardiovascular, you know, cardiovascular is good for your heart, but if your main goal is to, you know, build muscle and lose weight faster, strength training has done more and faster than the cardio. Mm -hmm. So what that does is you're building muscle up. It's, it's uh, raising your basal metabolic rate, your BMR. So what that means is the more muscle you have on your body, it's like a fire furnace, like a fireplace. So you're burning calories, even at rest while you're sleeping more, if you can raise your BMR, which is, you know, the hook for us in our, our world of, you know, training at gyms is you need us to help raise that BMR. Mm -hmm. And there's all these different tests that can show and prove um, that you're, you're gaining on that, but that's the ultimate goal with strength training. Third would be, you know, cardiovascular, good, good for your heart and also good for losing weight, but it just, it takes longer to get into that aerobic zone of yeah. you know, running or cross country or biking, whatever you're doing, it's mm -hmm. got to do it a little bit longer. So, but if that's, if that's what someone loves doing, you know, going on the, going on the bike or running through the forest or, you know, hills and, and trails then, you know, more power too. then we don't have to do so much of the, the others. Mm -hmm. And then supplementation, supplementation, you gotta be careful, you know, always check with your doctor on certain things you're taking, but kind of the biggest ones is protein, 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 the higher protein diet you have, the easier it is to put on muscle. Um, it, it's harder for your body to digest it. So you burn more, even trying to simulate the protein, you're burning mm -hmm. calories, not to mention building muscle. Um, and then for my runners, L-carnitine is an amino acid that helps um, facilitate the mitochondrial uh, health in your body and using fat. So if you are running long distance, you will eventually get into that aerobic state where you're using more fat um, than carbohydrates for fuel. And having more L-carnitine in your system will help facilitate that process. You'll burn more fat faster um, the more you're doing those kind of things. I have and then, uh, yeah. And then caffeine, you know, you always got to watch caffeine and it's not for everybody, but it is a thermogenic, has a thermogenic effect and does burn more calories, but you also can't get burnt out too. So I really don't try to yeah. push that one too much more than mm -hmm. just, you know, a cup of coffee or two or something like that. So, yeah, those are great but, hacks. So let's yeah. unpack, let's pick one of those and sure. how do we apply it? 
yeah so uh let's my my favorite one for the over 40 crowd is fasting Mm -hmm. so let's let's start with there um whatever diet you're on you don't want to be doing all these yo-yo dieting um trends so what my my thing is the diet what diet works is the diet that works for you Mm -hmm. um you know you they've people have obviously picked their diet and throughout life picked little healthy choices here and there and they have their spurgers that's fine so the easiest thing to do is let's push that into a time window it's called Mm -hmm. intermittent fasting so try to you know if you're eating all day and you so you start at 10 a.m and you're stopping at 10 p.m okay that's 12 hours so let's let's push that a little bit and push it to 10 or 8 you know give a couple of weeks for the client to to help out with that and see how their body adjusts mm-hmm. they may want to start it in the morning and end earlier in the night or if you're like me you know i'm going to be eating and drinking until bedtime which mm-hmm. for me is like almost 11 o'clock at night so right. i need to i need to push this to like lunchtime or even like 1 or 2 p.m yeah so as you do this you, you start seeing some results you start feeling better in the morning mm-hmm. And then you just crunch it a little bit more. The ultimate goal is to get down to about six hours. Um, there are some exceptions. Ask your doctor with, you know, for uh, mostly women who are trying to, uh, you know, conceive and do all that. That's, you know, you're kind of messing with the hormonal balance there. So if you're not, then it's yeah. it's fine to, to do that. And right. then, I mean, for the people who really are into it, you can start messing around with like the longer fast. So I started doing 36 hour fasting, you know, once a month when you really give your body a chance to just cleanse itself. I'll do like a detox uh, drink um, Mm -hmm. and help clear out my system and just doing the blood work ever since starting the fasting and especially that 36 hour fast for my doctor. I did it from one point and four months later, unreal, like the drops for my, my liver enzymes were healthier my cholesterol had dropped 25% and I already was pretty healthy, but wow. now I'm like back to an elite 20 year old. So wow. that's, that's kind of the the one thing I really like, you know, mm. talking about is fasting because you don't have to change too much of your life to just yeah. add it to the program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've really found, sometimes I felt like my soul would fight it because I had this background of like, oh my gosh, what if I don't have? And so I had to do some restoring self-cohesion work on my little soul because I used to have a binge and purge. And so I don't want to have an unhealthy relationship with food. So if anyone listening right now, and you're still in a journey where your soul is going to maybe go to an extreme in one direction or another, please don't apply this. This is not medical advice to everyone, but we are saying if you can just give your body more time at a practical level, inflammation goes down, your body is able to detox to Brad's point. And also your telomeres at the end of your DNA strands are lengthened, which then helps reduce the amount of dysfunction that's expressed in our genetics. So you can actually deactivate your predisposition to physical and mental health conditions by lengthening your telomere. Now, if you're fasting and you're stressed the whole time, that's not going to have that effect because stress (laughs) is another thing that wears and tears on the end of your telomere, which looks like the little plastic at the end of your shoelace. When that gets shorter, you're more likely to express sickness, inflammation, all of these toxic reactions in your body are taking place. And if you're constantly feeding it, then it's always having to work and it's not getting a time to just rest, digest and heal. So we need to make sure that if you are doing fasting, do it emotionally healthy, 
Definitely, we want to make sure we're doing the internal board meeting that I'm not doing it as a form of self-punishment or self-harm or trying to get love and affection and approval by being skinny or buff or enough so that someone will finally love you. We're doing this because this is healthy, optimal, just enjoy quality of life. And if you have a little bumps or a little like muffin top, like still love yourself through that. We're not going for perfectionism, but we do want to be mindful that there's spiritual as well as just natural benefits of fasting. Um, so I don't do it every day by any means, but I've just found cutting breakfast out, not eating until about noonish. I feel like my blood sugar level just flattens and my desire for cravings. I went to a party today and there were cheesecakes everywhere because it was the Cheesecake Factory restaurant. And oh, yeah. I just didn't even have a craving. Like I was the only person at the table and it was so cool that it wasn't willpower. I wasn't on a diet. I wasn't trying to make myself be good. It was just like I had fasted this morning. So my blood sugar was really stable and I wasn't craving sugar, which is super fun that you'll actually find your body becoming more open and aware and telling you what it needs versus just feeding it constantly. And your body is just like, oh, okay, I'll take it in. I'll take it in. And you're more likely to gain fat you're more likely to eat foods that are emotional and based on cravings that are other than what your body is actually needing as a fuel source. So have you seen that, Brad? What's been your experience in working with people with trying to do fasting or dieting or yo-yo dieting as well? Yeah. So, so with fasting, you know, back to my original point, like not any diet out there, it's what diet works for you. So mm -hmm. people, some of my clients have tried fasting and they just they can't do it for some reason they're battling yeah. i'm like well, we're not trying to to bring more stress into your life yes. so this is not for you that's fine um and then other clients are just you know they need to go a little slower or maybe they're like i have to have breakfast i can't do it okay mm -hmm. so let's pull the time window to eat, eat eat as soon as you want to in the morning and now that 10 hour window that we want to get towards six if you can and it's healthy for you then we'll just take it away from at nighttime you know, uh -huh. that's probably the better version versus eating late into late the night, night right before you go yeah. to bed like I do. But, you know, <laughs> you have to also work with what works with your lifestyle, yes. which is you know, what I love, you know, helping people do. Mm -hmm. So... Okay, this is fantastic. I'm going to have you on again, and we're going to talk about more of these fun hacks. Thank you, Brad. And we will see you for the next episode. Bye, guys. See ya.